Good morning, folks. It is a Wednesday, and we are back to cracking. You are listening to the Losing Our Mind podcast, and I am your host, Mikey Eastman. Today, we are going to explore the obscurity of some of the strangest laws one could fathom. I swear some of this stuff will cause you to question our sanity. This is Losing Our Mind with Mikey Eastman. When I was just a young warthog in youth group many eons ago, there was many an instance where some crazy rules came into play because of many a dumb child. Words that should never go together have left your youth pastor's mouths because of the idiocy of the modern youth. For example, let's take a summer camp. Play along with me. That's our scenario, summer camp. There's the obvious... No PDA, no late-night guy-girl one-on-one fiasco, no foul language, be in your cabin at a reasonable hour, and then the most important rule, have fun. But then, you have the weird rules. Like, no Speedos. That should be a given. We had a lot of swimmers and water polo players in my youth group growing up, and a few of them had the audacity to whip out the rubber band in a peanut shell. I still haven't recovered, and I played water polo. I don't want to see that. Your muffin top hanging over. Jeez. There was the no trumu rule. Don't drink nine trumus as a dare. It's just not worth it. And then there was my personal favorite. The J-Club modesty rule. My youth pastor used to say, When choreographing your wardrobe, ask yourself, Would you want to see me in it? So when you are thinking of breaking out the booty shorts to say juicy on the butt, think of me and make better choices. I think that's brilliant. My youth pastor was six foot, had a formidable beard, and weighed 240, so it's safe to say that there were no issues. You know, my dad has said many a time over the course of my life, you don't want to be the guy they make rules for, right? Like, no, you can't chop block in flag football. No, Sarah, you can't wear saran wrap. It's not a fashion statement. The wildest rules come from the darndest circumstances. So, let's talk about it. In Fairbanks, Alaska, you are not allowed to give alcohol to a moose. Now, this is just a different level of stupid. Like, how dare you squander a perfectly good moose? Don't don't take that moose on the booze cruise. That's not okay. The story has it that a local tavern keeper had a pet moose, first of all, epic, and the keeper would let the moose have sips and slurps of alcoholic beverages. The moose would keep knocking them down, and before you know it, old mooser was completely blasted and would go on wild, drunken tirades through the streets of Fairbanks. Now, you have seen a moose. They are thunderous, to say the least. We're talking about an animal that can be five to seven feet at the shoulder, weighing as large as as 1,500 delicious pounds and can run as fast as 35 miles an hour at top speed, I am okay. So imagine, you get off work, and you want to enjoy a hot cup of joe, just chilling in the brisk, cool, negative 23 degree evening out in the blustering tundra of Alaska, and suddenly, a moose breathing in 0.8 comes lumbering along. Sounds like a rough Friday night. So after one too many instances where the big boy rumbled through the streets, the people of Fairbanks had had enough and made it a law to not serve booze to a moose. There you are. In Connecticut. 
on purpose. A happy young human who has seen your restaurant come to life. You've poured hours of your time, talent, and treasure to obtain success, and here you are, one step closer. An individual with a mustache walks into your shop and asks for a sandwich. He orders the Italian, and you know you serve a mean Italian. And he asks, do you guys have pickles? And you go, I am so happy you asked. We've got lots of them. Would you like a pickle on the side? And a smile creeps across his face. And he says, I would love a pickle on the side. In fact, let me get two pickles on the side. I love me a good pickle. You tell him, that's coming right up. You eventually bring it out to him, and he has this gleam in his eye that you can't explain. But there you are. You set it on the table. He thanks you, and you begin to walk away. But as you look over your shoulder, he grabs the pickles, holds it over his head. Your eyes grow wide as he lets the pickles go, and they descend to the table in slow motion. You run towards the table. No! But it's too late. The pickle explodes on the table and the man jumps to his feet and tears off the mustache revealing another thick and bushy mustache and whips out a badge. Get on the ground right now! Put your hands behind your head! You are under arrest for the lack of balance in your pickles and are unfit for human consumption. Your assets and product will be subject to investigation. You whimper as they put the cuffs on and you know that everything you've built is going to burn because of a pickle. Four cop cars swerve in front of your restaurant and you are hyperventilating. They carry you away and you eventually file for bankruptcy. So that's not a true story, but that law is real as they come. It is required that a pickle has the ability to bounce when it's dropped as confirmation it was properly prepared and not spoiled. This law, only specific to Connecticut, was created in 1948 after two Dumbos were arrested for knowingly packaging pickles that were far from standard. And following this incident, a gentleman named Frederick Holcomb ran laboratory tests, but also let reporters know that dropping a pickle from a foot in the air and seeing if it bounces is an applicable way of testing whether it is ready to be eaten. So the more you know, just don't be eating pickles. Bounce those suckers. Let them just bounce, I guess. I don't have another synonym for bounce. Okay, 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 okay. I think my pulse is finally recalibrated, so we're good to move on. I love this next one. I think it's hilarious. So get this. In Kentucky, a woman is not allowed to marry the same man four times. This marriage law has been there for a while, but based on Mouskowitz law firm's assessment of the rule, it showcases to the state signs of an unhealthy relationship and ultimately causes too much paperwork. Imagine being so dysfunctional that one of the most yeehaw states is acting as one of your girls. And it's like, mm, baby girl, you can like do so much better. Mm-hmm, yeah. The only couple that has pulled off even three marriages, let alone attempted a fourth, was Liz Taylor and uh, Richard Burton. That's one of the most famous ones. Um, Speaking of dysfunctional marriages, did you know that Cher, I think, married the artist Meatloaf and they divorced by the end of the night? 
record time. Anyway, these attractive clowns, back to Liz Taylor and Richard Burton, married each other on three separate occasions and divorced each time. I mean, you thought J-Lo was bad. Holy cow. These two, between the two of them, they had 12 spouses over the course of their lives, collectively. So I think Liz Taylor had seven, and Richard Burton had five. So they're collecting engagement rings like Infinity Stones. They're just ready to snap your life away, quite literally. But come on. Holy cow. What I found really ironic is the fact that when these two Hollywood legends first got married, on, on time number one, Liz Taylor said to the press, I am so happy you can't believe it. This marriage will last forever. <laughs> wow. Both of them were not the greatest human beings in the world. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen Liz Taylor, but she is like the depiction of 50s to 60s royalty. There's this elegance. And Richard Burton's like, nah, like she's cute or whatever, but she's got a double chin. He needs to be beaten. That is, I, th I think that's uncalled for. But then again, it's the 50s and decency and chivalry was a suggestion shown in public, but perverted in private. But four times. Let's get back to that rule real quick. Four times? My dear sweet lady, if it took you four times to realize that this dude is not your Boaz, you need to bippity-boppity-bounce. Why are you messing around? Why are you wasting time? I can fix him. I can change him. No, you can't. No, you can't. Maybe avoid the guy with the Harley. I think that that's a good start. Yeah. Well, anyway. And that's all I got. But uh, before we depart, my dear friends and countrymen, I want to leave you with this last fast fact. It is illegal in Los Angeles to hunt any wild game from a car unless it's a whale. So do with that what you please. Good luck. I would stay away from the humpback whale. I've heard that they have a nasty breach. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Losing Our Mind. It is always a blessing doing this podcast. I enjoy doing it. And you guys just are the coal and fire to my steamy little engine. So keep huffing and puffing and chugging along. I wish nothing but the best for you. If you guys are looking for more content, please Head over to my socials, Eastman underscore Inc, I-N-C, both on TikTok and Instagram. I love to interact with you guys, so if you want to DM about more content, suggestions, concepts, quirks, clever anecdotes, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I hope that you know that you are a loved individual. Get out there and be the best that you can be. Dream big dreams. Have a great day, everybody.